0: ladies and gentlemen welcome to the bachelor pod i go by the name of shelby and i was asked a question and i would like to put the answer out there for everyone i wouldn't i didn't want to just answer directly i feel like this could have been a good episode even though I, I honestly intended to only record like once a week or at least twice a week but uh, I, i'm having my fun it's the weekend there's nothing to do so why not so the question was am i a misogynist uh, i found that question very interesting because i'm like How could I be? Honestly, Um, given my foundation and my upbringing, it's impossible for me to be a misogynist, to say I hate women. How? And before I can answer that question, I need to break down that there are five levels to the human being. There's a physical level, the emotional level, psychological level, financial level and spiritual level. You always got to start with the the top at the spiritual level. So we're going to talk about that. What are my principles or my foundational beliefs? within spirituality. <clears throat> I grew up in a family that practices voodoo from generations and generations. This, we call it franc Uh, franc is someone who practiced the rites of Guinée or the rites from Africa because remember, all of Africa was once considered in French slang le Guinée. And that's why there's a terminology that you know the those mulattoes in Haiti used to say uh, la France pour les blancs, le Guinée pour les nègres, Haïti pour les mulattes, because they said that Well, it's pretty much said France for the whites, Guinea for the blacks and Haiti for the mulattoes due to the fact that going to France means that you're you're black. Going to Guinea means that you're you got white blood in you. So we need to found we need to find a new home because pretty much we wouldn't be accepted anywhere. So I always understood that ideology of being from Guinea, meaning that you practice the path of what you think and what you say and what you do is the same. So, what is a and what do we believe in Voodoo? Voodoo is a female dominant, dominated religion, and I'm going to call out the hypocrisy between amongst Christian feminists because that makes no sense how you guys could talk trash about all men and everything bad in the world is all men, but yet a man had to die for your sins. But we're gonna we're gonna get into that. So, a Frenquine people who practices Voodoo. They're, they believe in the feminine energy. They believe that masculine energy is masculine energy, and feminine energy is feminine energy. God in Voodoo is, a, is female. Her name is Maou. And if you open any Beninese book in the, in the Bay language, what, where we see God in our English Bible or Dieu in the French Bible, open a Beninese book and Maou is the name of God. He is referred to it as the people would accept it because they wouldn't accept God, il est Dieu, or he is God. No, elle est Dieu. She is God. So that's one something that since the beginning of the religion, God is female. Okay. And continue on spiritually speaking. How can I be a misogynist? When one of the biggest things for me in life, and I put it out there all the time, all my relationships are always based around the love I have for the three specific saints. Like for, they refer to them as saints in Sancteria, Condomble, and any religion that is an extension of voodoo from Africa or Pan-Africa, to be exact. Now, I believe in Elzuli Frida. I, I have a deep in love for that energy. Oh, you could call it spirit or saint, but I have a deep love for her. I have a deep love for Elzuli Donto. I have a deep love for Granalu Manja. And these are the three facets of women, a young woman, a mother, and a grandmother. And they all have their stages, and that's the three faces of a woman. When I pour libations for Frida, when I do set up an altar for Donto, or when I do my rituals, for gun am i being a misogynist if i was a misogynist would these actual physical things that embodies that actually manifest on this earth you don't need to have a belief to see a to have contact with a voodoo spirits it will come and it will speak and it will manifest as the tradition dictates what we dictate it because that's what we see takes place or what we call an Christianity, the Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit comes down and they start speaking in tongues and X, Y, and Z, yeah, it's the same thing. So spiritually speaking, can I be a misogynist? Impossible. If I was, would these saints love me as much as as they love me? Because I love them and they love me. So in that aspect, spiritually speaking, no, I'm not a misogynist. The voodoo itself, if you go into Haitian history, you see that the first priestess, on this land, or the first spiritual leader on this land, a lot of times they talk about Bukman, but where was the ceremony done? Boakai Mambo Ima. And what that's what they call Boakai Ima. That's what the French basically came around and basically threw at us, because let's be honest, Haitian education is basically dictated by whatever the French gives us. They speak French in schools, not Creole. They don't learn their true history. They learn whatever the French want to tell them. And do the French have the real history? No. And if they do, they don't want you to know it. So it is a woman who was the spiritual leader of that revolution, who literally did the ceremony. So how can I be a misogynistic when my history as a free man depends on the efforts of both men and women? And my spiritual alignment comes from God, the female, through... through birth of birth, being birthed from a female and living life and loving the female energy. That's one of the reasons why I have deep respect for anyone who practices Santeria, Contomblé, Voodoo, Hoodoo, any of those systems. Due to the fact that when she's a priestess, she's in her feminine energy. You won't ever see someone, who, a female who practices Santeria be masculine. You won't, you know what she's going to do? She's going to call Ogun. She's going to call Oshosi. She's going to call Legba. She's going to call Eshu. She's going to call those male spirits that's willing to serve her female energy for her betterment. She don't need to fight a man. You gonna go to sleep and, and watch your ass get knocked out by Ogun. That's what you're going to see. That's this is I, I, always, I say I say this all the time. There is living by faith and living by knowledge. And I refuse to live by faith. I want to know God, not believe in God. So based on my spiritual path, no, I'm, I can't be misogynist. It, it, and if I even dare to be, it would even be good for me. So let's continue. Next level, financial level. Am I financially a misogynist? I spent more money on women than I spent on myself. <laughs> all my life, I always taking girls on dates, buying gifts, X, Y, and Z. Like, I am quick to spend on a chick. if Especially if I'm in into her or I'm trying to get with her or X, Y, and Z. I have no problem spending money with on her. It's just nowadays when I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh. They actually demand you to give them money, not get me gifts and such like that, or buy me nice things. No, you need to give me five bands, 10 bands, nigga. Oh, shit. No way. But financially, throughout my history of living on this earth at 29 years old, yeah, I spent more money on women than anything else. So financially, am I a misogynist? No. All right, how about psychologically speaking? Am I psychologically a misogynist? I love bitches. I mean, a man, I mean... Any like women, these women that's going out there saying, I don't need a man. I'm aware I need a woman, but I don't need a woman to cook, clean, and X, Y, and Z, wash my clothes. I can do all that shit my damn self. What do I need need a woman for? Intimacy. I say intimacy, not sex, not just blowing backs out. I'm talking about intimacy. I know that I won't be able to give that to myself. But these modern-day feminists, they got the rose, they jackhammer dildos, and they just going ham. And y'all wondering why these niggas can't satisfy you. I can't eat pussy like a rose. The rose got three levels and could last four hours. I can't, I m- m- can't do that. M- can not I'm a human being. You out there fucking the Terminator. I, 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 I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> so am I, am I am I am I psychologically a, a misogynist? Impossible. I love bitches. <laughs> I mean, everything a man does is for that specific purpose. A man can tell you he's working on his betterment. He's working for his purpose. The end result is he's going to have a woman and he's going to start a a family. So realistically speaking, and I learned this from my father early on, everything a man does is not even for him. It's not even for his wife. It's to make sure that the future generation, because it's not even really just for his kids. He's worried about three, four generations down the line that they're set. That's what they call generational wealth. That's what the oligarchs that pretty much push this feminist agenda on you guys they're families they're not men you guys want to blame men but the people making the decisions are families men women and children and who are raising these children that are becoming the next bosses or you know the jp morgans and the Rockefellers? they're raised by their mothers and their mothers raise them to be as such but yet y'all won't hold no woman accountable y'all just gonna give them a pass like they have a hall pass so anyways let's continue psychologically speaking i'm not a misogynist emotionally speaking am i a misogynist I'm on the scales. I, I, I'll be honest. I'm on the scales because some days I'm like, man, I'm looking at what I'm seeing online and I'm like, damn, these girls are like, wow, they're out here. They're doing the most. Like, literally, like if, if I was a kid, if, I, if we were back in 2006, 2005, I would lose my mind. <laughs> Yo, I'll be broke, broke, broke because I would be spending every dime on OnlyFans. <laughs> Bro, like it's, it, it's hypersexualization young men become hyperly sexualized because they're growing up looking at Instagram, all these girls and X, Y, and Z. But this is the crazy part. A girl could just graduate high school this year. And she has over 10,000 followers. I've been on Instagram since college. I don't think I even have 400 people on there. And most of the people I have on on my Instagram are people that I actually met in person. 90% of them, 90% of people on my Instagram are people I met in person. Now that I started this podcasting thing, it might, Blow, it might not. I might get only ten listeners, but that's fine. So, emotionally, I'm on the scales in regards to that because I'm not. I'm trying to see, okay, are the well, what's going on with these women? Why they're why are they so angry? Why they're why are they so tired? Why are they this? It's like you have a young woman who's working. She comes home. Oh, I'm tired. Whereas I'm looking at single moms doing it, and they're not complaining. And if they complain, they complain, but they have the right to complain. If you're working two jobs, you're coming home, being a mom, X, Y, and Z, got to pay the babysitter, yada, yada, yada. I get it. But you can't have a man that's helping you with the bills. You come home and then you're going to say you tired when 90% of the time you're going to have an office job. Tired of what? You submit to your boss, but you won't submit to your man. That's a problem. And I see that across the board. So I'm like, you know what? Holy shit. You submit to the pastor when he basically caters to women. like I saw a video the other day, a pastor laid and in, in front of the congregation and told a woman come sit on his back and he's like, man's job is to carry a woman's bur- burden. I've read the Bible at the age of sixteen from beginning to end and that's why I had a hard time accepting Christianity because nowhere in the Bible it says that for men to be submissive and to serve women, it told men to serve God and God alone. and in the Bible, per the Bible, it says that women is the helpmate of man. He's not supposed to sponsor you. You're supposed to help him serve God better. And how do you serve God better? By following the principles put into place. Some of you women don't even respect your fathers. and honor thy mother and thy father, Ten Commandments. As a Christian, what did Jesus say? I am not here to abolish the laws of Moses and Elijah, but nobody seems to know the laws of Moses and Elijah. They know the laws of Moses because it's easy, Ten Commandments. But what about Elijah? (laughs) Elijah the prophet, nobody really knows who he is. Fine. Fine. So you are in a masculine built religion by emperor Constantine and called it Christianity, set it up across the world. And I find it funny that the, the hypocrisy from Christian women saying, Oh, I'm a feminist. I don't need no man, but you need Jesus to die on the cross for your sins. You go to church every Sunday. You give that tempers, you give some money to the pastor rather than going to an orphanage and actually helping people, children in need, looking for, or start an organiz- organization to help the widows, women who's lost their husband, who now have to face a harsh reality. It's not them choosing to leave. This is the husband's. Well, this is God calling the husband wherever the hell He wants to call him. I don't know if He's going up, down, left, or right. We don't know. But she's a widow. She's alone, and that's why they say God takes care of widows and orphans. It seems like human beings don't have the heart to even really do that. Everybody could be like, "Oh my God, donate and help these kids," but child soldiers exist. What's going on? What are we doing about those people? Where's the nurturing side of women that when they look at a child and like, you know what, like we got to do something about this. You guys are so in your masculine, taking all these proteins, trying to pump yourself with testosterone, your estrogen levels are going down. (laughs) So you will become less and less of a nurturer. Testosterone don't make you a nurturer. Estrogen does. So it's a biological component when men are so driven and focused for greatness or trying to accomplish something that's testosterone. When women are nurturers, they care. They're very social. You can have a beautiful, like the best conversations I've had are with women. And nowadays it's like, yo, my nigga, (laughs) what? I am not your nigga. (laughs) Like what happened with wanting to be in your feminine energy? And that's another disconnect that you guys have spiritually. Y'all don't want to be 100% in your feminine energy. Y'all want to be masculine sometimes and feminine sometimes. And it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work like that way. It's either you're this or you're that. Yeah, and the, oh, the world is not black and white. Oh yeah, yeah. There's black men, there's white men, there's Asian men, and there's mulattos. I mean, is there any other shade of color? I mean, I I throw Asian out there because I mean sometimes they, well they're either pale or yeah. There's only black, white, or mulattoes. So it's like well. we'll I'm, I'm just spitballing at this point. Okay, let's leave the emotional level because we all know I'm on the scales. Okay, physically, do I do I dislike women? Hell no. If I like a chick and she's around me, salute, attention. Like, yo, I'm ready to go. Even in the act of sex. If, she, if I come before her, I'm pissed the fuck off. Nothing pisses me off more than when we're having sex. Especially, let's say, for example, like I was withholding, not trying to be a little slut out here like I was when I was a young boy, you know, I'm trying to be a better person. You know, I'm, I'm trying to leave my, leave my slutty ways behind me. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a slut. Like, I, well, I'm, I'm trying to be better, but I was a slut. Big slut, big time. So, I mean, I, I throw this out there, like my, my family calls me United Nations. Like, yo, he, he's had one from every nation. <laughs> Oh, it's it's not shit to brag about, honestly, because you just get left with a bunch of memories and no one to (laughs) no one around. (laughs) So I understand being promiscuous. There's really no reward in it as a man. But we don't get our panties in a bunch in regards to it. But physically, like I've always shot to take care, care for women, feed them, open doors, blow their backs out as they will, as they like it. I mean, physically, yeah, I love women. I love him. So am I a misogynist on any of these five levels of the human being? No. Mm-hmm. But it seems like when feminists get upset up all up in their feelings, the first thing, you're a misogynist! No, you're just misandrous. But at some point, a lot of these feminists, they're getting their black backs blown out every other night. They're like, yo, what the fuck? Like, if you tell me you're a feminist and you're atheist and... Oh, you don't have sex with men. You only use dildos. Then I believe you're a feminist. I believe wholeheartedly you're a feminist. You don't need nobody. <laughs> uh, yo, like, yo. Like, yeah, that's all you're going to hear. <laughs> but you can't tell me, oh, I'm a feminist. I believe in equality, which modern day feminism is not equality. Women believe that they're better than men. They're superior than men. So that, that right there is already an issue because the rights of man says, All people are equal in the eyes of God. So the fact that you're trying to say, oh, yeah, women are better than men. No, you have your functions. Men have their functions. You might be better at the function that you do as a woman. Like, I won't put my daughter in an all-male nursery or an all-male teacher pre-K. That sounds mad, mate. Especially when, historically speaking, men never had an issue to kill babies. Let's be honest. When we hear stories about war veterans who come back and the the things they had to do, what do we hear? Okay, these kids had bomb vests and X, Y, and Z. I have too much friends who went in the military and went through it and tell me this is, I mean, it's either the kid or the platoon. I don't think a woman would have that same heart. I mean, she would have to be really in her masculine energy because the feminine energy, the nurturer that she naturally is, would not allow it. Hence why we always protected women out of war. Because there's atrocities that needs to be done, the man can put his emotion aside to do the job, regardless of the consequences in the future. He need, he does it for the here and now, what needs to be done, for the best, for what's better for my nation. And a nation does not necessarily have to be a country. Remember in school what they taught us: a nation is a collective group of people. So on all five levels, I'm not a misogynist, but I look at the other side of the spectrum, and I'm looking at, you know, like especially black churches and some other churches as well you have feminists there's more women in churches but yet they're complaining that there's no good men there's no this there's no that but what what is the pastor saying he's bashing men i'm reading a psychological um today whatever psychology today article where He's like, oh yeah, men need to step up and do more. No, they, they need to stop fucking the Terminator and fuck humans. Cause the minute you take the Terminator out of the equation, then she, she's not going to have these high expectations. Like, oh my God, the rose makes me, oh, I can't do that. I can't, the rose, the, the rose wins 10 out of 10. Like, yo, no human's gonna eat you like a rose. So if you're used to the rose, just like if you're used to multiple men, Or let's say, for example, your body count is over. It's pretty high. And I I say pretty high. I mean, if you've been with over a dozen people, that's high for both men and female. But guess what that leaves you with? A lot of experiences and a lot of expectations towards your next mate. And when they can't satisfy you to that degree, where does your mind go? To that guy that did that. So ignorance is bliss. They say it for a reason. What you don't know, sometimes you really don't need to know but when you get introduced to something it sticks there is nothing that enters your your consciousness that's going to exit it's always going to be there just like how a lot of women will never really tell you their body count why because they understand that like if he knows all these men that's living in my head he's going to run for the heels because he's not he now understands that He is competing with all these men in my head. Not the men that's outside, even though they're a threat too. But the men in your head, oh man, this guy used to do do it like this when he ate. He did it good. I didn't have to train him. This guy, and when she's training you, trust me, she's training you based on the experience that other men gave her. So like, for example, I'm a guy, I didn't eat pum pum until I was 21. And the reason why I ate pum pum, I'm not going to lie to you. This is, let's do a side little story. I was, you know, like, uh, I met this girl, we were on the beach, whatever, we were hanging out, and she was just bragging about how her pussy tastes like pineapple. I, I was like, bullshit. She was like, how are you going to call bullshit and you don't even eat pussy? You you wouldn't find out. I was like, fuck it, I'm eating pussy tonight. <laughs> and if you listen to this, you know who you are. <laughs> you the reason why I eat poom poom to this day. I'm not going to cap. <laughs> I'm not going to cap. But have I ever had a girl who tasted like pineapples? I'm not going to cap. No. <laughs> so, but it's the least to say, like, you know, like, I enjoy pleasing women. I, I, I get a kick from it. But now here's the real question. Like, when you enjoy making women come, is it because you l- like when women come? Or do you want j- them to just come back? <laughs> I don't know. But It works either way. <laughs> so, uh, I'm just throwing this out there. I'm, I'm not a misogynist. I'm a, I'm a guy who has... opinions and states facts it might come off wrong and i know that the way you say something is what women really listen to and not it's how you say it and not what you say that women gets offended by and that right there i got i mean you got to cut that out people because if what we say is if what we say is important but how we say it is displeasing and that's automatically reason to dismiss it that's illogical irrational and very emotional and you're just proving every man that says women are super emotional, right? From Kevin Samuel to Andrew Tate and to anybody to the, in the, within the Red Pill community, you're just proving them what right. Whereas I know women who are not emotional. They sit down and they think. They, everybody has emotions. Everybody has emotions. The way men express the emotions is different the way women express emotions. Because with, emotions are the fire for the soul or the fuel for the soul that is the fire. Because without emotions, where are you going to get the will to basically say, you know what? I want to do this or I want to change. I want to better myself. I want to make more money. Where does that come from? It comes from a feeling. So to say like, oh, you know, you're just being unemotional. You're just trying to be like one of these tough macho guys. No, it's not about being macho. It's about expressing myself in a masculine frame. Whereas you can express yourself in a feminine frame. Whereas nowadays you see women who's trying to express themselves as a masculine Earlier today, I was on Instagram and I was I saw this post about how this woman was screaming in front of this man because I guess he spilled like some sauce on her. They were at, they were at a baseball game and she's just screaming in his face, be a man and stand up and apologize. Be a man, stand up and apologize. No, nah, no, nah, nah. It's like, yo, this is like, like super saint, super Karen, <laughs> super Karen. That was a super Karen. But I'm like, Jesus Christ, hold up. Um, And if you guys are wondering if I do believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in Christ's energy, but Jesus is a name that was created by the church, and anyone who's read their Bible knows his true name. Just like, oh, everybody say, oh, Jesus is just the Romanized version of Yeshua. Well, do you know what Yeshua is? It's not a word. It's a combination of the tetragrammaton, which means that, okay, I'll break that down real quick for you since we, we touched on spirituality. The name of God in Hebrew consists of four letters, yod he, vah he now when you say it together it makes a sound which i will refrain myself from doing now and that's per judaism now and even in voodoo sometimes we refer to god as that name as well now yeshua is only difference because it's yod he shin vahe it's five hebrew letters but if anyone who really pays attention and goes into when the archangel Gabriel presented himself before Mary, he announced the name of the child and that was his name God. And it means God is with us. So nowadays people know the names and they don't know the meanings behind the names. Like one of the things that like I did for myself early on was what is the, what does my name mean? And what is the origin of it? I had to dig deep, real deep and ending up into Judaism. So, that's one of the hypocrisies I find within the churches is that you have women who who have Bible verses on their social media pages. I'm only on Instagram. I'm off everything else. Um, I just created a Rumble account because it seems like the way I talk. Uh, I don't know if um, Spotify is gonna keep me on here. Honestly, <laughs> I got mad shit to say. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Like, you you want to be a good lover as a man. You're going to ha, at least have to blow 10 girls' backs. At least, my nigga. <laughs> because no girl want to be with a guy who's inexperienced. Especially if she has some experience. And even the virgin chick in high school, guess who she's attracted to? Chad or Tyrone. That's what we refer to as, you know, the jocks. Why? Because it's just natural. It's biology. If she listens to her nature, it will naturally manifest. And that's one of the things that nowadays I realize we have moved away from nature. We are trying to impose ourselves on nature, whereas from ancient times until recently, I, I, I don't know when the shift occurred. It had to happen either in, the, in between after the six, 1960 to today, in between that time frame, where we're just trying to decide now what nature should be. No, we work around nature. If there is a lake here, we're not going to build a dam and build a city where the lake water comes through, because there's, there's an old saying water never forgets its road. Now let a hurricane comes and the dam is overfilled and it breaks through. Yeah. People are dying. That's why New Orleans, I'm like, yo, whoever built the plans for New Orleans. Like, do you know, you literally are a city in a buck and in like a bucket. If I mean, Katrina was proof. You know, the elevation there is below sea level. Whereas there's some states that there are a thousand feet above sea level. That's just facts. But if you like New Orleans, you want to live in New Orleans, when the storm come, don't come crying and you guys, oh my God, why, why God, well, you chose to live at a low elevation place and nature functions like this. Oh, what, well, I was supposed to stop all hurricanes because people want to live there. That's not how it works. Hence why Africans back, back in certain times were nomads because the climate in africa is not stable like it was in europe it's it fluxes and someone who studies geography and that f- form of information knows that so that's why when europeans cut came and cut up the land and decided this was this country because it wasn't africans that dictated that it was europeans who came in and said this is Ghana, this is this this is that this is this because the people understood that like, okay every year to five years to ten years the season changes drastically where it's where it used to rain a lot it might rain on the other side. Now, whereas in Europe, it was a consistent flow. I mean, it's not all of Europe because why, why do you think the Vikings were raiding? So when people say, oh, men are the reason for war. No men are. the Okay. Yes. Men are the reason for war, but why? Because men want to provide for their women and children back home. So they're willing, willing to pillage and take something from someone else who got it because our, our land is not so fertile to basically grow so many crops to sustain our people. We're going to go take it from someone else. That's why wars are started for resources. Because men want to take care of what they have back home. Nowadays, most of the wars are fought over oil, especially in the United States. But hey, oil is important because you want to go in your car and go vroom vroom. You need oil, and you need it at the cheapest rate possible. Because I'm look, I'm looking at the situation in Haiti right now, and I'm like, wow, people can't even afford gas for the most part. So anyway, i am I misogynist? The answer, flatline, is no. I'm not. I'm just a man who has an opinion, and who states his opinion and I'm not willing to basically move. I'm a pillar, I'm gonna stand strong. And if I do forget who I am at times, which it has happened in my lifetime, all I need to do is remember, think of my history, where I've come from, what my ancestors have done. So anyways, I go by the name of Shelby. Um, If anybody wonders, who knows me wonders, why, what the fuck Shelby? Um, It's a nickname that my family gave me because of my personality and a song. And it just stuck and I like it, honestly. So I ran with it. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I go by the name of Shelby and this was another episode of the bachelor pod, the episode, (laughs) the question was, am I a misogynist? Well, the answer is I love bitches. And before y'all come at me, like, oh, he calls us bitches. When red man said it and how high everybody was cracking up, like, come on. But nowadays we're so, we're so different. Like I remember a show I used to watch in high school, blue mountain state. If we came out with Blue Mountain State today, oh, feminists would be having a feel day. But anyways, this was another episode of Bachelor Pod. I'm out.